Welcome to the Fit Pro Business Podcast, where you'll receive sales, marketing, and business building tips from industry leaders that will help you take your business to the next level. Head over to fitprobusiness.com to receive your free three-part video series on how to attract more qualified leads, schedule more consultations, and close more sales. Now, here's your host, the -the in-the-trenches fitness business owner, Andy Salazar. Hello, FitPro podcast listeners. Today I have the great honor of interviewing Patrick Dean. Patrick is a well-known business owner, speaker, and seminar leader, and is the co-founder and president of Seminar Systems, Inc., a company that offers leadership performance training, principles of leadership, and great life lessons. The mission of Seminar Systems is to encourage and develop leadership skills, entrepreneurship, creativity, and collaboration to create a more compassionate, abundant, and sustainable world. That is a very brief intro to the show, Patrick. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. It's very, it's an honor to be here, and it's wonderful to talk with all of you. Great. Now, can I have a little bit more backstory about who you are and um, the services that you provide? Absolutely. Um, I have been in the work of transformation, leadership, and team-building training for over 30 years, and I've traveled all over the world. And I've done. Uh, I've worked with over forty. You know, I counted it up. I had a birthday the other day, and I counted it up the number of people I've worked with, and it's been over forty thousand people that I've had the privilege of working with in my training seminars and online trainings. That's awesome. You've really had a, a, the ability to have a major impact on a lot of people. I think the great privilege is uh, I might not be the smartest guy out there. The thing that I have learned, there's where the wisdom is. It's because I've learned so much from my students over the years and listened to such a great number of people who have been successful and a number of people who have struggled. And I begin to see the difference in mindset between the two. Right. Now, a lot of uh, personal trainers that go into business for themselves or start their own businesses um, tend to do so by mishap, uh, maybe working with somebody else and are unhappy and leave or um, just decide that they want to start a business, but they don't have a whole lot of leadership skills or not sure what direction they want to take their businesses. Um, Uh One of the directions I thought that you can help uh, with personal trainers that are looking to advance themselves was with leadership and how to develop leadership skills. Um, Can you dig in a little bit further on how personal trainers can apply leadership skills to grow their business? Well, absolutely. And this whole, you know, Andy, the thing on on entrepreneurship, it's very interesting. A lot of people are very, very good technically. They have a great and high skill level. Let's say somebody's a personal trainer and they have an, an amazing skill level at working with people and helping people improve their health. That does not necessarily translate into being a great entrepreneur or business person. So uh, 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 there's there's a there's a theory called working in your business ver- versus working on your business, and working in your business is the technical delivery of your product, and working on your business, however, is being an entrepreneur and knowing how to 
expand your business. Those are two different skills. A person is very skilled and very good at what they do. They need to develop the second skill, which is working on their business. Right. Now, what are some of the ways that they can get to start working on their business Business is through developing a vision that they can get um, staff members and or um, their clientele behind them to help with marketing and things of that nature. What are some of the ways that personal trainers can develop their vision for what they want for their business and that will help them move their business forward in post? Well, I think, well having a vision and a purpose – and many, especially people that are personal trainers, their vision and purpose is to make a difference in people's health and make a difference in people's lives. That's my experience working with the great trainers that are out there, the great people. They're, they're um, in many ways, cause-driven. Mm-hmm. The purpose of a company is it's a group of people who make a profit – and so that profit can support creating and growing the vision. So you may work with five people or you may want to work with 2,500 people. You, you, your vision is – you want you, – the vision is bro- – you're broadening your vision. And part of the skill is how do you go from 10 people or 15 people to 150 or to – 1500 that's that's where the skill comes in and one of the great skills of an entrepreneur is the ability through their certainty of purpose to attract great people to work with them because expansion of business means that you have to find people who are who are as good at or better than you are at the delivery of the product Right. And I know for myself, I, this is something I struggled with when I first started my business. I had the vision for where I wanted my business to go. I just didn't know how to transfer that vision to other staff members. And I think that's where a lot of personal trainers and or fitness business owners get hung up is on is with the transfer of that vision to staff members to grow in order to grow. Yeah, I think uh, – uh, well – a part of the skill of finding your staff and working with your staff, that's my business is in leadership and transformation. And so what I'm talking about here comes from experience. It doesn't just come from some hard in the trenches experience and great entrepreneurs, great people that, that attract other people understand that there's different kinds of people are different uh, motivated by different things and that they can explain the vision and connect that vision with the other person's personal vision for their life so uh, that that's that's a communication skill that's that's a a skill one develops to um, work with motivation so having that clear vision and just transferring that vision through your words to staff members is going to – one way of transferring what that vision is and what direction you want the business to go? Well, let's say – let's take a look at um, finding out what motivates people. 
if you're finding good people. Some people are motivated by the vision of making more money. Everybody would like to have a, to up their lifestyle. So um, when you talk about vision, you can talk about the person's participation in that vision and what's possible for them regards uh, making more money in their life, making you know, uh, uh, creating a lifestyle, creating being involved in a vision that in the long run is going to support them. You know, some people are very motivated by being challenged. People love challenge. So a motivator for, um, I've noticed that, that great uh, businesses do a lot of training. And they train people in, their, in, in different skills. So many people want to be involved with a vision and a company that has to do with training uh, that will train them so their skills, so they're worth more on the market as a result of being involved in this company. Long-term loyalty is not, uh, not like it used to be quite a while ago where a person would stick with a company for a long time. But uh, so people want to be trained and they want to know that they're going to improve their skills. That's that's a motivator for some people. Some people are motivated by by companies who have a positive impact on their community and a positive impact on the world. So people choose companies that have a positive forward momentum and a positive impact on community in whatever way. So let's say you have a gym and you do a 10K run for charity or, or you, you're a part of the Chamber of Commerce or you're, in, you're involved with people to, to create a, a, a better community. So the company reputation for that, that attracts people. Um, and so, so you have... That you have your attraction by, you know, people want to make a, a decent living mm-hmm. and they want to know that there's room for improvement in what they're doing. Now, some jobs don't have that. Some jobs are just going to pay this and, and people will stay a certain amount of time and you, they can be happy with what they do and then they're going to move on. But people want a career path. I mean, they want to know that they're going to be able to create some abundance. They want to know that they're going to be, there's going to be some great training. And they want to know the vision of the company. Um, there's a bigger vision for the impact on the community. Those are ways that you can motivate and uh, attract people, good people around you, to expand your business. Right. So find, finding ways to motivate your staff. And that's going to attract them to to what the vision you have for the business is. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's a skill in my training and working with entrepreneurs. That's a skill we, we can that's, – that's skill-based and beingness-based. It's a combination of those things. The skill of communication mm-hmm. and setting up your company so you're working with the three mo- those three motivators and then – uh, your beingness, so people feel your certainty and your excitement, because people feed off of excitement. They like to be around people who are excited and have purpose and have a, a direction. 
right? Now, one of the ways um, personal trainers are, attempt to grow their business is through finding what their vision is. Um, do you have any tips or tricks for finding that vision and um, making it accessible to the people you work with as well as um, your clientele? Could you repeat the question that you cut out there? Just a oh, second. sorry about that. Um, one of the ways personal trainers are looking to grow their business is through what their vision is of their business. Can you give any tips on finding um, the vision for your business and applying it to your marketing as well as to building staff and clientele? I think, I think that vision, that creating vision is sitting down and deciding how you want your life to be and what you want your life to mean. And that takes introspection. A lot of people simply journal. They write. A lot of people meditate and think about it. A lot of people have conversations with other people. But the decision is, how, how, are you, how do you want to live? If you're a personal trainer, what do you want your life to be in three years? And in five years, what do you want it to look like? And not just some vague – see, the, I think the problem here, Andy, is a lot of people don't know what they want, actually. Right. Now, if you look at the media, they tell us what we should want. They say you want the bigger car, the, big, the nice house, the great relationship, the travel, and all that kind of stuff. And all that stuff's great and good, and that's not, not a problem with it. But we've got to decide personally what our life is going to be about. Does this make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So people, I think people are confused. And my experience is that people are confused about the vision. Oh, my vision is I want to, uh, I want to drive a, a Tesla and I want to uh, live in a mansion and I want to um, have this kind of experience going on. I want to have 150 people working for me, da, 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 da. But I think you really have to decide whether that's actually what you want, what you want your life. My question to my students always is, where do you want to be in three years and five years and ten years? And uh, a lot of people say, a lot of people have to really think about it. We all do, you know? Right. So for trainers to develop a clarity of what their purpose is, it, once they define, get that clarity, they can really direct what direction their business goes in. When you have the clarity, the next step, when, you, when you've sat down and, you, and, and you've really gone through that, you, that's, that's what experiential and transformational training is about. That's, that's the kind of work I do. Mm-hmm. It's when people leave my trainings, they have a vision and a purpose, at, at least a great start on it. But that's not enough. The, th- the next thing is, is you've got to be able to explain that vision and that purpose in a way that other people catch fire with it. So there's, there's people out there with a great vision and great purpose, but they don't, they don't have, they're not very skilled in how to transfer. That's where people struggle in getting new clients and, and attracting great people is because their communication skills for their business, they can't explain clearly in a way that people feel it and catch fire. Right. They so, struggle with it. 
what sort of impact could a personal trainer or business owner have once they get clear on, on what their vision is and clear on how to speak that to other people? What kind of impact could that have on their business? Well, it's going to have an exponential impact on the number of people who are willing to spend money for your product. It's going to really make a difference because people are looking for certainty and vision. And as I said before, a person who has that clarity and that vision, and that vision is based around service out there, they're going to, they're going to start attracting people. Now, there's something called the processional effect. It comes from a guy named Buckminster Fuller, mm-hmm. who was a, he was a futurist and a, um, a philosopher, an architect. He was, he was just a, a, a pretty amazing guy. And he talked about the processional effect. And here's what he said, that when you get clarity of purpose and, and this is critical, and you put yourself into motion to fulfill that clarity and purpose, you will attract into your life the people and circumstances you need to complete that now it sounds a little it sounds a little um, you know woo woo or something they're out there but here's but basically this is it you will find that if there's any kind of magic and gravity in the whole thing of entrepreneurship it's that forward momentum creates opportunities for people to step in and assist you and help you. No, yeah, I'm very that, familiar. That with, want to be involved, right? I'm very familiar with um, that processionary effect. Um, I also have heard that term called the ripple effect, and I um, have experienced that personally in regards to some of the marketing and things that I do. Whenever I'm extremely proactive within my business, uh, as uh-huh. far as marketing is concerned, I find that I just start getting leads into my pipeline, and not even from the actual things that I'm doing um, mm-hmm. as far as marketing. They're coming in from different areas, but I feel like that just being proactive within my business, I start to attract business. Don't you think that's an amazing thing? It really is. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you. I think that that's, that's, that's uh, and doing the kind of work you, this conversation here serves people and will open up, open up doors and open up uh, uh, places where people get start thinking. Oh, absolutely. And I think another uh, one of the things too is just you just can't sit back and I- idly and expect for your biz- expect your business to grow. You have to be proactive in the growth of your business. Ab- you cannot just be a great technician and expect people to beat down your doors, right? Unless your product is so unique and so. Uh, uh, that, that people see they need it so bad, then they'll then then you have more of that momentum. For most of us in the work that we're in, we do, we have to be good business people. We have to be good at, and this is this is a word no one likes. You have to be good at sales, right? And sales, when when I'm working with my students uh, in my trainings. People spit on the floor. They don't like sales. They don't like the word. It always is. It's it's got a negative connotation. But but sales is actually 
all it is is problem solving. Right. You're just you got to be a good problem solver. Right, and you're just delivering a solution to a problem that somebody has, and whether they right. not, whether or not they choose to purchase your solution or not, you're just offer you can't you don't have a business if you're not offering up your service. A lot of times, people don't even know they have the problem. You know they have it, but or the challenge, and so you've you've not only got to. Uh, you not only got to uh, talk about the uh, the solution, but you've got to talk about what's going on for people. Yeah, absolutely. You know, find out find out what's happening for people. You know, right. And ultimately, just clo- closing a sale is just providing the solution to what uh, what the problem is that they're having. Absolutely, now, I agree with you totally. Now, without giving us too much information in regards to um, one of your seminars that you have, what uh-huh. are um, can you give us the five keys to leadership performance? Five keys to lead to being a better leader is that what you're asking, or yes? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I have plenty of keys. I'll give you five, okay? All right, great. Between here's, – here's the difference between people who are successful and people who struggle, okay? Number one, people that are successful are hungry for results. <sighs> Most of us would like to have results – most of us live in the realm of wish, wants, and hopes, or getting it under the Christmas tree. But I have been around great entrepreneurs in my, my travels around the world, and the one thing is, is they are hungry. They want it. There's a burning, what I call a burning desire mm-hmm. to make it work. Again, that's a rare commodity. But through training and through, some, uh, through an understanding of purpose, you can build burning desire. Uh, number two, great leaders, entrepreneurs, get over how other people look at them. In other words, they aren't run by how I look to others. They're run by purpose. Now, as a great entrepreneur, you are going to generate resistance. The moment you have a great idea, the moment that you decide you're going to do something greater in your life, you will attract criticism. And you've got to be very strong in your purpose. Now, people's feedback is awesome awesome in the sense of you'll understand how you're communicating to people because they'll feed back what they hear. But how people look at you 
uh, is not a major part of a, of a great leader entrepreneur's life. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, number three, hard work. I don't think people realize the amount of work that it takes and the dedication that it takes to create a business and to make that business work. Right. I think a lot of times, uh, especially within the personal training industry, uh, they just think that they're going to, we're going to open up the doors and automatically we're going to have staff and things of that nature. But when reality is that most personal trainers that are successful are working 10 to 12 hour days in split shifts. So, um, yeah, I think that's something that's important to know if you're trying to grow a business, you're definitely going to be working, um, harder for yourself than you work for somebody else. Well put. Absolutely. Andy, that's the, and, and, um, what I, what I really communicate to people is, I want you to really understand that you're going to have to readjust your life to fit the new entrepreneurial move, the entrepreneurial drive that you have. It's a re it's a readjustment of lifestyle. Correct. But on the plus side of that is that you're doing that hard work for yourself and for what your vision is for your future. Yeah. The upside's very high. The upside is very high. Absolutely. The risk is the risk is high as well. True. So number four is the ability to handle long periods of time without results. So there's something called the plateau. If if we were imagining a graph. Uh, time against results. We'd see a curve. The more time that passes, the better your results and kind of a curve. But that's not the way it works. What you picture is a stair step that you work really hard and you have a jump in your results. Then you work really hard for a long period of time and it doesn't seem to have anything happening. And then all of a sudden, there's a, there's a jump in results. That's the way it really actually works. And the times where it's flat is called plateau. Mm-hmm. The plateau is where you're working and working and working, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. I love golf, right? So I go out to the range, and I'll practice and practice, and nothing happens, and nothing happens maybe for a month or two, and all of a sudden it seems my score starts to drop. And that's what happened. But the the ability to tolerate the plateau is an ability of a great leader and entrepreneur. Absolutely. Mo- most people most people give up. Right. As you know, it's a, a just just take your take the business of personal training. Right. Now, I, Eric Lofholm puts it um that puts it this way. He says, results take as long as they take. Um, you just have to be consistent with what your actions are. Absolutely. Consistency is the key, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and uh, finally, the last one, 
is the willingness to give up deeply held belief systems about your own limitations. Yeah, that one's extremely powerful. A lot of us have our own self-limiting factors and um, we don't know how to get ourselves over those. Nope, and that's my business. Now, um, that's what I that's what I do in training is I work with, with we all work on on that and at the end of at an end of training end of one of my trainings uh, people really now are more choice excited about things and see that they how they've limited themselves and they can move out of it. Now you've delivered a ton of valuable content to the audience in regards to finding their vision and as well as developing their leadership skills that are going to help them grow their business. Um, how can the audience find out more about you and what you have to offer and any sort of coaching and or programs that you have available? Yes. Well, I'm just going to, uh, the best way to find me is Patrick Dean just on Facebook I'm finding that most of my communications going on on Facebook or my company's Facebook page, which is Seminar Systems. But I'd like to invite you and everybody on the call to a conference call that I'm going to have on September 25th, Tuesday, September 25th. And that conference call uh, will be from 6 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. And we're going to go into something called living your life as a hero's journey and go much deeper into the kind of things that we're talking about here. And at the end of that call, I think, I mean, I've gotten some, I've, I've gotten some really amazing letters and, and, um, uh, emails about results people have created just as a result of that call. So I just like to, and that's a free conference call. Um, I'd like to have people check my Facebook. I'll have that posted uh, today sometime. And uh, I'd like, again, put it on your calendar. That would be uh, Tuesday, September 25th at 6. And it's called The Conference Call with Patrick Dean and Hero's Journey. Great. Yeah, I'll definitely include that information in the show notes. And um, I would highly encourage uh, the listeners to go ahead and go sign up for that conference call and learn more valuable information from Mr. Patrick Dean. Thank you. Patrick, I want to thank you for your time and again, all the valuable content you provided the audience. You're welcome. It was a pleasure and anytime I can serve your audience, uh, please let me know. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fit Pro Business Podcast with your host, Andy Salazar. Don't forget to visit fitprobusiness.com to receive your free business building video series.